everybody who's listening just paused for a second and said, what were the most impactful, biggest adversity that I've ever been through? Those were the biggest definers of who you are today. I specifically remember walking and having in the middle, maybe it was like minute 36, I suddenly had this huge epiphany. I am more aligned with who I want to be in life today than I've ever been in my entire life. But you got to go in here and so many of us are uncomfortable. We're like, we don't want to look in there. We don't want to see this. Because you know what you see when you go in here? You see your parents. And this identity creates your personality and your personality creates your personal reality. So by the time you come to me, you're living this reality like I am here and I want to be here. And I'm like, exactly, because the real you would be here. What's your relationship with time? Because time for so many people is it's not happening fast enough or it's happening too fast. You've got this vendetta against time because you're saying, oh, it's never shown up in the way that it's supposed to. Welcome to Break Through the Ordinary. In this special episode, Mark and I are going to reflect upon the wisdom that we've learned over our first season, also celebrating our 50th episode. We've decided to do this in a way that pulls upon the nuggets, the golden shares that our guests gave us. And we did it in a way that we wanted to present it so you can grab hold of things about embodiment and presence, alignment, and how we are in relationship with ourselves, others, and our beloved. This has been a year where we have deepened these conversations and some good stuff in it for you. Yeah, I want to say I'm grateful for our team, our production team, and everybody that supported us over this uh, last season. It's been amazing. And sure and our guests have shared so much wisdom to learn and to grow from. And, you know, as you said, we're going to start in categories. And uh, we'll start with embodiment. Really, there was a, a few that really talked about living into who you are, really feeling your body, noticing, being an awareness of how you feel when you're triggered, when things are happening, to get to know yourself actually intimately. Uh, we tend to just move through life and not even feel, just go, 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 distracted. And now they were talking really about slowing down, coming into your body, listening. What are you feeling? What's it look like? Breathe into it. Mm. Slow down. <laughs> Yes, I think we, we recognize the fact that we had several somatic coaches this past year. And right, what is that to feel the sensation? What is it to recognize and label our sensations as feelings? And we really took a good look at where are we feeling safe and not safe? Where is our nervous system activated? How can we regulate that? How can we co-regulate it with somebody else? And, you know, as, as the book says, the body keeps score. And if we're listening to our body, we can actually change our experience. So we hope that, you know, that's a place that you've learned some, some pieces around that can serve you to just pause, tune in, right? See where you're feeling it. Is it in your chest? Is it in your lungs? Is it in your throat? Is there something to be expressed or, or shared? And, you know, go within, see what you got there. I think of, you know, we all want these amazing relationships and it really starts with embodying, getting to know yourself. Breath work is a, an amazing tool to do that. We had somebody on discussing that. It's really getting intimate with yourself. Who am I? What do I feel? What do I want? How do I embody that in life? How do I share? How do I communicate? All these things are embodiment, how you move through life. Really great episodes. I, I really 
let you know that to go to our episodes, look at what the titles are and find out what really speaks to you because embodiment is probably the basis after awareness to really embody who you are. I agree. And I think one of the things that we learned this year too was about appreciation. To be in our body, how do we appreciate ourselves? And we took a look at that in two, I think, different ways. One was through the body, the physical body, and I'll use the domain of health, right? We had, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, a few uh, people on that really spoke about the temple, right? And what is the, the script or the story we're buying into? Society has us you know, look a certain way, we got to be a certain way. And then our relationship to food changes because of that. And, you know, can you imagine if you were swimming in in an ocean of self-acceptance versus shame, right? Where we're not breaking our body down in judgment, but we're saying, oh, this is my good weight. This is my happy weight. And food became our medicine versus, uh, you know, seeing it as the thing I have to figure out and accomplish and conquer. And I had been in a health with one of our guests, and I loved his metaphor for, right, health is about hitting singles. Everything in life is. It's about consistency and having one hit at a time over time. It's the small acts that create the great improvements. And I really appreciated having those conversations and that awareness. And it's an amazing metaphor for both sides, your spirit and body. <laughs> you, can, you can work both sides, you know, really uh, those singles for your health and those little steps. And it's the same with embodiment. It's the same with your spirit is take these steps, get support, breathe, take a walk in nature. I mean, we went over the laws of nature and uh, how they really flow. Nature flows. And if we could get into that state of nature, allowing and and the natural flow of life. Um, so many amazing, but you said appreciation. I wanted to go back to that because we had somebody on who really talked about, even in marriage, that to say, I appreciate you more than I love you is really important because I love you is great and we wear it out, but like to be appreciated for what I've done. You, Thank you for doing that. I appreciate you. It, you know, I started using that practice after uh, he shared it and uh, it's really amazing. There's some a level up from just saying I love you to I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate our listeners. I appreciate you, our producer behind the scenes yes. here. One of the things that came in appreciation really was also self-appreciation. And how do we have that space, right? And I think one of the questions our guest said is, what would wholeheartedness call for in this moment? Is it loving kindness? And one of the ways of getting to you know self-appreciation is going to people for feedback, who see you in your highest version? And asking them, what do you see? What's your experience of me? And, and how can that be a source? Because, right, I think the quote was, you know, the experience of being witness is healing. Mm-hmm. Because when we're seen for who we are, you know, that's the place where it all starts. If I'm going to be in relationship with you, I really get to know me. And the, in a space of no judgment and, and, you know, really, where do I need to forgive myself and where do I get to continue to build trust with myself? And I think appreciation is one of those things. And I think we've often talked about also self-acknowledgement. I think that witnessing creates a safety. When you have really good witnesses, it creates a safe space for you to see yourself, to love yourself. It's easier to take support in. And, and I really think that brings us to alignment. As we open to this place of embodiment, we start to align with our soul, the vision of our soul. 
what what's calling forth at this like they shared like in this moment is this choice aligning me with my soul is it taking me towards what i want my vision my belief my soul's purpose or is it taking me away and to really look at that question and everything we do is this taking me towards my alignment is this taking me away from myself i think we all have that internal system we've talked about that got that spirit in us that voice that's always saying and a lot was shared about how to listen to that, how to slow down, how to ask questions. Is this an alignment? Is this what my soul wants? Does this feel good? Does this feel like the direction I want to go in? Real important questions. And you have to slow down to, to ask that too. Yeah. And also be ready that you don't always get the answer you think you are, how, how you're supposed to have it. Like, wait, you may hear an answer or a question, you know, and go, oh, but that's not what I wanted. Well, that's a real difference between our ego that wants to protect and is fear-based. And yeah, I'm all about the ego. So I'm not saying bad and wrong with the ego, but understand we can't think our way through things. And I think that was a theme we often heard. It, it's a construct up here in, in, in our head. It's, right, beliefs, thoughts, and it's a great thing, but our language creates our reality and our thoughts are part of that reality. So if you want a different reality, then we get to take a look at that and go, okay, what can I shift in my mindset and my thoughts? But let's drop to the heart or to the intuition, as you said, or it could be the gut and really ask those questions. Am I going towards my Northern star? Is this what I say I'm up to? I want to create this form of wealth or I want to create this form of a relationship or this form of health. Are we living into that and is it in alignment with us or is it the ego saying it's the shoulds and that's what society says and I think we've, we've learned that, right? We get pressured and in, uh, shaped by, you know, all these outside things and we can lose connection with ourselves and it's always about coming back home, back to alignment with ourselves. Yeah, and I, I think alignment is feeling your emotion. Align. You know, there's a lot manifestation, mindset and all that that's really happening and some of the discussions, but when you really look at manifestation, if you're not aligned with what you want or you're not aligned with your soul, you wonder why you're not getting it. it you, you have to be aligned. So it's not, I don't care how many times your mind and everything wants to say, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. If you're not aligned to that or that's not your soul alignment, it's, it won't come in that package. It will not. It's, that's the universe. It's going to match where you, your soul really wants to go, Got not it. where you, and uh, I think... We talked about that in mindset. We talked about that in, in feeling emotions, being in the presence and, and mm -hmm. the moment and really staying in that line. And that opens up manifestation automatically because when you align and go inside, the outside mirrors that. Sure does. I, I mean, I really love that line, right? The universe is always working out for us. It's always got my back. And again, if I want it in my, I'll just say my box and the universe has got a different one, right? You're going to attract the one that you're putting the vibration out there for. And then, you know, you want to sit there and be like, oh, but I'm not getting how I want it. Well, right. There's something that you're sending a double message and the universe is going to listen to that message. And so how do we clean it up? And yes, I agree. We can take a look at our thoughts. If it's a victim mindset, is it a positive mindset? Are we celebrating it? How clear are we? How clear are we with our requests? What are we asking for? Like, right? Are we asking for abundance? Are we asking for belonging? Are we asking for people to be in our lives? Are we asking for that career, listen to purpose? Because if we're not, but we wish it, that is a vibrationally probably not on the same as the universe. And you're going to keep getting those patterns. And I think we've been 
talking about the patterns, right? Yeah. Where where it shows up in relationship, where it shows up in our life and what we want to manifest. Are you taking an honest audit of yourself? I mean, if you're not being honest and truthful and clear with yourself, how is that showing up? And part of that is being present in this moment. And I want to preface is that we talk about, and most of what we talked about is there's a place to do the work, get a coach, get a mentor, go to a group, get a therapist to start looking at these places. Because we talked about large traumas, small traumas, how they create separation. And we're all about coming back to presence, coming back to self, coming back to body. Everything is inside of us. Vander Kolk talks about it. Many people talk. It's coming back inside. And so part of that coming in is being present to this moment. I, I agree with you. Completely. I would also say, right, it was also an opportunity to look when we're in alignment, there's also a place for us to take action, right? We are both believers and some of our guests have also spoken to the be, do, have. What is the beingness that is guiding, you know, what I'm doing because that's what I want to have. If I want to have happiness, am I showing up in that space of happiness? So right, I, I, I come from that. Let's mm-hmm. come from my intentionality. And I think some of our guests really spoke about, you know, the ABCs. Right. Action builds confidence. We can't wish for that to happen. There is a place where we get to set our alignment and then act from mm-hmm. our intention and then do. We, we get to test it, not be held back by it's got to look a certain way and our self-limiting beliefs and that mindset right, that we see a lot of people have in response to trauma of being people pleaser, no boundaries. And I think it was a really great place that when you really look at, I think we've said this before, is Right. Where, where are we in terms of soul to spirit, to ego to self? And that was a, it's always a good reminder that there's all the different works and ultimately we get to go and have the thing that makes us so human is choice. We're mm-hmm. always at choice. And I don't think a lot of people always want to take that on. It's like, no. I had to do that and I was forced to do that. And I used, all of a sudden, you, I, my body language just kind of went into that pouting way. But, right, there is choice. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is one of our greatest gifts if we can claim it and own it. That, that's always available. I think that's, uh, there's many reasons why we do this podcast, but one is helping people go through it so they can see that the choice is there. They can see that there's a different option in life. There's, bigger possibilities. There's different paths. There's ways out. There's, there's many tools and tips and options and ways of, of creating that space to change, to make choice, to, to move in and become present in your life and really experience mm-hmm. what's happening. And, and, and that presence, you know, everybody wants a nice relationship or a great relationship. That presence and that work and that choice takes you into that place of relationship, how to communicate, how to effectively communicate, which was really uh, important. Uh, We talked about the tone of asking, creating the invitation to another person. How do we communicate and share with each other? How do we get triggered and then respond and open up and, and not get defensive and tight? And we even shared the masculine feminine around that, you know, what polarities come and go in that space of relationship. I agree. Wow, Mark, you just raced through like four topics really fast. There, there so much. There go. is. I, I, I'm not sure where to go with that, but you know, you, you mentioned. We'll just say polarities for a moment. We stay there. 
We, we looked at polarities from two different places, I feel like, that had some themes this year, right? Mm-hmm. You mentioned the masculine and feminine, and I'm also going to say death and rebirth. And, and I'll start with the death rebirth because we, we had the opportunity to look at death on an actual physical level mm-hmm. and the fact that there is grief in every moment, right? So we had the opportunity to look at how are we approaching death on the human? Are we creating celebration? Are we doing it with a place of acknowledgement before the person dies? How are we opening it up for others to experience it, not in isolation, but in community? And I think that was a real important episode for us on a personal level, because our, our dad does have dementia and there's anticipatory grief, but it's also, what is it? How do we want to approach it for ourselves? Because it's an inevitability here. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was amazing, Jill, uh, that, that, sense of how to create connection before it's over, yeah. how to change the paradigm of death. Death is this heavy, terrible, like, instead so. of how is the new beginnings, how can you celebrate the person? Like, it was yeah. a whole different sight and, and a beautiful gift of how death can be very different than we have it. We have it as mm-hmm. a solemn uh, drudgery instead of, wow, you can create new connections. This is new beginnings. This is celebrating the person. How yeah. do you want to be with them now. Like, you know, as you said, our father's going through it. How do you find some tenderness? How do you find yeah. peace? How do you, you know, play charades and have some laughter? It, you know, it's a very different, it was a beautiful way to look at it. Yeah. Yes, there is grief and underneath, and there's also a whole nother side. I, I agree. I, I often will think of uh, you know, the example of, right, there's a, a group that she knows that go out to a Irish bar so it's almost how do you have the celebration or, you know, that toasting to people or roasting mm-hmm. when they put someone up? How do you roast somebody before the eulogy? Like what the gift is that for you and that relationship and the person dying to share the appreciation, the gifts, the gratitude? And it's such an opening and such a, a deep opening of intimacy. And at the same time, right, I think every moment gives us the opportunity. I think uh, we've had some breath workers on, right? That this breath ends. And I exhale with the trust that the next one will be there. Mm-hmm. And each moment there's an ending and there's micro moments, right? I think one of our guests were all about love for love. It's all about love and grief because in those moments, there's a part of us that, that dies and that allows us to move to the edge to a new place, new experience. And I so appreciated quantum healing. And what that brought forth. Oh, absolutely. Quantum healing, that, that love and grief. Because, uh, you know, we always hear love and fear. And there's something that touched me about love and grief. Because we are being reborn and dying every moment. We had somebody else. It's like you said the breath. The breath is a life and then dies out the breath. Life mm-hmm. and die. And there was, it was. It was a beautiful way to look at life that it's okay. It doesn't mean you're going to be consumed by grief and all of that. It's just a process of letting go and constantly let it. I think we hold, I think we have so much grief inside us because we don't allow the grief to come out. And then we're like, I don't want to go there because I might get consumed by grief for the rest of my life. Instead of if you have it in these, just these pockets when they come and just allow it. Oh yeah. It's grief. It's not. And I think people want to make it so big. We we really talked about it. It's not about all the big. It is about the small Small, moments, the small moments of allowing and being and, and, you know, dying and being reborn. And, and it's a beautiful metaphor for everything in life. Die to your old, to be reborn to your new. Yep. Don't hold, there are possibilities. Yeah, don't hold on. No. And, and I think the other place of the polarity that really we looked at is 
this concept of dark and light. And I use that, uh, you know, because it's the metaphor of yin yang and this complementarity energies that we have. And, and, you know, also that in, in the darkness is our wisdom. It's the place that we hide, but it's also, that's where we keep our intuition locked away. And we tap into that and be willing to walk in knowing that we will walk out and ascend, that we don't go there alone. It just, it, it unlocks, you know, I gotta say our inner genius, you know, th- this wisdom that we have and, you know, the invitation there that we get to continue to integrate and reveal and heal and it's part of us. We are the dark and the light. You know, <laughs> yes. Star Wars is always the metaphor used with my son. It's like, there's the dark and the light. We, we think we can get away from it, but it, yeah. it's really owning it because in the dark, there is some learning. There is, and, and I think when we're not aware and we don't incorporate it in us, that's why the dark plays out in the world. That's why the, the violence, and it, because we're not owning our dark. We're not owning, you know, the killer inside of us and the, the person that could do harm. But when sure. we uh, uh, acknowledge it, we're aware of it, it doesn't have to play out. It's like, oh, what, what can it teach me? Oh, what can I learn here? How can this help me actually grow? How can this help me bring more light because I'm owning the dark? But when I push it away, oh, it will come out in ways we do not like. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I, this is a great season that several times our guests also brought up our feminine and masculine energies. And we have a whole episode on that. Mark and I discussed that. But how important it is to also recognize what state am I in? What, what is the energy I'm accessing? We've talked about this is not about male, female. We both have aspects of both. And uh, just recognizing the nurturer, you know, and the protector, the, you know, the surrender and the leader. And how does that energy dance within us? It's our everything and our nothing, right? We really get to allow expression um, and ownership Taking care of the needs within our body in that way. Oh, there's so much to say on this topic. Yeah. We have spoke yep. to it before, and we've spoke with many other guests. And yeah, how does a man stay on mission, purpose, lead, and be open to his expression and feelings? And how does a woman surrender and feel safe and, and also be grounded and there's so much around that, uh, but I, I do love those topics, and uh, I, I feel like they're a deep exploration into sensuality and sexuality and all those avenues that uh, we mm-hmm. got to discuss, and really beautiful guests sharing their ways of, of connecting and moving through the body and being curious about all those shameful places around sensuality and our connection to our bodies and to others. Yeah, but also that our senses, like that is, that's how we tap into our aliveness, right? Mm. It's, it's, it's the feel, touch, taste. It's the feeling of the heat on our skin. It's, it's allowing our body expression to move our hips. Um, you know, it, it's about the being present and curious and building trust with our body and, and, and that sensual aspect of ourselves. So I, I really appreciated several of our guests that spoke yeah. into that. You all should get out there and dance. That's men, right. Let's dance, man. You know, some great places like Five Rhythms and mm-hmm. uh, ecstatic Shakti. dance, Shakti dance. dance. Like to get out there and move and feel. You, you know, there's there's so many things that we uh, talked about, relationships and all, and, and we can't cover it all, that's for sure, but it's been a an amazing season uh, amazing guests. And is there any last words you'd like to share before we uh, close this? Well, I, I, I want to pause for a moment and, and say, right, the relationship to self, other, and your beloved starts, and I say that self first, 
And I think that's the gift that we also provided everyone this year was the season was right. These are all ways to tap in to ourselves so that we can be in relationship in a way that you say you want, right? We, people seek intimacy, connection, belonging, uh, freedom to express safety, to be, to, to be pleasured, to be loved, to be touched. And I'm really hoping that, you know, people picked up on some of the rules of marriage, right? Mm. Appreciation, never going to bed angry and, and, you know, never, never (laughs) allowing things, you know, to keep score, you know, these are the places our inner child gets to be heard, seen, understood, and no repair is always there. The mm-hmm. invitation to come back to this moment. And I, I, I think that was, for me, the, the gift that continued to be echoed. I'd have to second that and say intimate relationships or friendships are really to create space every week, every month to start. To, to talk about the relationship, yeah. talk about expectations, talk about where you're hurt, like mm-hmm. assess what, what do you want? What do you need? What's not happening? How, in a way that invites the person, not attacking, but that we put energy and love and time into doing that purposefully, purposefully. not just going through relationship. No. And, and, you know, a lot is talked about. We want relationships. We want these top 10 relationships. And it's really, that's how you start doing it. Work on yourself, that internal work, like you said. And then when we're in them, well, you have to keep doing the work. You have to keep checking I mean, it's in. Communion. I yes. mean, that's a communication in relation. It's communion, communion. together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do we keep coming back to that, that commitment to each other? Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah, I want to thank our guests, thank everybody who uh, followed us and, and listened and, and continued to support us. Uh, we have an amazing season coming next year. It's been an amazing season this year. You know where you can follow us on BTO Podcast, the BTO Podcast, everything like that. But thank you so much for this time, for your energy, for your space, for listening. We hope that it brought you closer to yourself and given you tools and and ways of shifting your life so that you can have the life you really want. That's right. I mean, it's about break your breakthrough so that you can have the extraordinary life you say you want. And so looking forward to season two. We will be back in September 13th. Uh, and we promise to even be more extraordinary in our season two. Woo-woo. Thank you for listening to this episode. Our intention is that you take these tools to break through any limitation holding you back from living your extraordinary life. If you'd like to learn more about our group and individual coaching, contact us at thebtopodcast at gmail.com. Please support us and the podcast by following us and leaving a rating or review. To catch all the latest, follow us at the BTO Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.